It's a new year. We're in 2024. People are standing in lines for a $50 cup they won't use in a few months. The debate for relationship submission is still going strong for a specific demographic. And I'm literally ordering a breast pump online right now. Like, it's wild as hell right now, man. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready, because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, hi, hello, and welcome. I'm Shantaya, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, I'm just catching up, really. A lot has happened in the last few months. A lot of life has been lifing for me. We're in a new year already, and it's already starting out crazy as hell. I saw Stanley Cups being resold online for like $125 or more. I think the highest price I saw was like $400 in some like TikTok raffle or something. And all I'm saying is I don't want to hear nothing about small business pricing this year. Like, do not complain about any sort of pricing whatsoever if you are jumping over counters trying to get Stanley Cups, okay? Because everyone's always so quick to follow a trend, but they'll ask their friend that's just starting a business or like a small business for a discount on something they're selling that usually they've handmade or like it took them a while to get so yeah it's like did you ask the target for a discount for them stanley cups or did you just blindly pay whatever because a blogger had one and you just had to have it like these people are literally going all out buying these cups and what they're it's so funny to me because bloggers get this shit for free like all the stuff that you see from those super popular bloggers, nine times out of ten, they got it for free. They got it sent to them because the company knew what was up and they were like, as long as it's in this person's hand, then everybody's going to be flocking for it. So while you're out spending your hard-earned money or your man's hard-earned money or whoever's hard-earned money on a cup that you're going to forget in the back of your cabinet in 20 minutes, like, they're getting them for free. So they're like living the life. <laughs> But realistically, it's great because it shows you who will die first, actually, I feel like during like a worldwide emergency or some sort of like world ending pandemic shit. Like we watch end of world movies all the time and we're always like we always like point out the people that are going to die first. And usually they do like nine times out of ten. If they have survived for a specific amount of time in the movie it's because someone else with common sense has like somehow helped them out or they've like stolen from them or done some weird shit or hidden the entire time and that's how they like survive but then they always end up dying anyway so it's like yeah we kind of knew that it's pretty much kind of like the overstocking toilet paper and milk epidemic during lockdown like Yikes on several bikes. These fools will rush for anything. As long as you slap limited edition or you won't be able to get it no more or whatever, they are running to it. I watched Kiki Chanel's channel and oh my god, like people are nuts. They were literally trying to steal these cups, assaulting the target employees. Like it's crazy cycles, man. It's 
it's wild like this is why aliens don't want us like people are so worried about aliens coming it's like oh there's aliens aliens are here they're real okay it don't matter they don't want us i promise they do not want y'all they are watching okay and they've seen what's going on and they're like absolutely not like (laughs) earth is ghetto like y'all are the pits we're not doing it we do not want you please stay where you are on your floating rock that you pay bills on because what the hell today i'm talking like like i always do i mean legit that's literally what this podcast is it's just me running my mouth but i might chat a little bit about how to find motivation when there is none and some things that you know have been going on whatever and maybe how maybe some steps some tips that we can all use to you know do better but you know this podcast is literally just my thoughts at this point (laughs) anyway so a lot's been going on in my world so let's see we found out I was pregnant like right before Thanksgiving I want to say I feel like I want to say we found out either right after my birthday or right before Thanksgiving but in November we found out and I didn't like tell anyone we didn't tell anyone until I was 15 going on 16 weeks that's kind of when we shared the news with everyone close family obviously and like a few friends and our kids knew before you know anyone but there were clues like I was ordering virgin drinks at dinner and you know the same bottle of wine I bought a month prior was still in the fridge and all that you know so people kind of caught on you know the people that we we were around a lot and our family and stuff pretty quickly it was funny because I had to hide like my little bump because obviously this is my fifth pregnancy so it you show earlier so I had to hide my little bump and I started showing a bit sooner so but it was kind of easy to hide it in the beginning because everyone knows like I love me a good oversized outfit especially a sweatsuit so that it's you know pretty easy to hide in those but I do like dresses and all that stuff and my favorite Amazon skims dupe sets that I've talked about before so I had to wear like a jacket or a sweatshirt or something over it until you know we shared the news but I was really cautious this time sharing the news just because I hadn't found a doctor yet and I also was very nervous because of my late miscarriage that I had four years ago with our fourth pregnancy so I just didn't want to say anything until I was you know further along obviously you know things can happen at any point in time but that was just my reasoning my thought process I'm still like a little all over the place in my mind about it even though I am as of this recording I'm 19 weeks I'm or going on 19 no I am 19 weeks so yeah we're having a girl um and I'm still debating on whether I'm gonna have a shower or a sprinkle or whatever I don't really have friends here like that so it's not like there's gonna be like a bunch of people showing up or anything and my family isn't here they're in Florida so I don't know we'll see we'll see how I'm feeling I'm stressed out not gonna lie there's a lot going on a lot going through my mind I feel like it's constantly five o'clock traffic in my brain right now so it's so much noise and bullshit that I can't tune out anymore it's hard to collect my thoughts 
I've lost a lot of myself, I feel, and I'm trying to find my way out, but it's been a struggle. It's been a little, I've been a little stress. It's been a little stressy. I've been a little depressy here and there, but you know, just loneliness and all of that. But I feel like I'm sure I'm not the only 30 something year old woman in the world that is feeling this way. So, you know, I talk to my therapist and keep it moving. But yeah, that's what's going on right now. I'm still struggling with the move to Georgia. It's definitely not my favorite state. Finding friends or community is hard. And the vibe here is just, I don't know, man. It's its weird. Attitudes suck. Customer service sucks. It's a lot of scams. You can't go certain places because of all the bullshit and thefts and shootings. Like, it's just a lot. A lot. And I don't have my friends here to, you know, kind of ease that stress so the place we were gonna buy a house through was bullshit also so like that fell through the realtor was like super unhelpful and like just awful so I don't know for sure I'd love to go back to Florida because you know our immediate family is there my friends are there but Kevin isn't trying to go back to Florida so I don't know maybe another state because I don't know even the target here doesn't have the same vibes like well how does the target vibes not vibing I don't get it on another note though I did try liquid death water it's like my one of my new favorite waters I'm usually partial to Fiji or Iceland water but I tried I got a case of liquid death the other week and I like it I got their mountain water because there's like a whole bunch of options you know you got your sparkling you got your flavored sparkling I think they also have energy drinks I'm pretty sure they have spiked liquid death as well so yeah it's like a whole bunch but obviously I tried the mountain water because I'm pregnant so um I'm like four times thirstier so I prefer water now which is I mean it's good you know because like I was not drinking water like I should have before but I also you know I'm just thirstier so I tried it because I kept hearing about it I kept seeing like ads for it and stuff and I was like what is this like what does it taste like but I actually like it it's like really refreshing it is funny because people will kind of give me like the side eye if they see me holding a liquid death can because they automatically assume it's like a Modelo or something I don't know but yeah I like it it's good it came to mind because I was just drinking one like a little while ago but yeah if you haven't tried liquid death whether you're pregnant or not definitely try it it's good the mountain water is good I don't drink sparkling water at all so I wasn't inclined to try that but I did try the mountain water and I do enjoy it do you want to start a podcast but you don't know where to start as the host and producer of this podcast I can tell you it's definitely not easy When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it and they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. If you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking to upgrade, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name, if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius, and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. 
Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Follow the link in the show notes to let Buzzsprout know we sent you and get a $20 credit when you sign up for a paid plan. Now back to the show. I don't know who needs to hear this, but it doesn't matter how cutesy tootsie pootsie the journal or whatever is that you have, how much it sparkles or glitters or it's so structured, how many times TikTok forces the damn shadow journal down your throat or whatever, you know, if you don't have the motivation, the desire or the dedication to write in that bitch, guess what, baby? It's going to sit and collect dust like the rest of them. Stop buying all them journals until you use the ones that you actually have. Hell, take it from me. Before you go and buy a journal, grab you a little dollar notebook and start there. Like, once you're journaling consistently, then I feel like you should upgrade the journal to like a nice fancy one. But until then, don't keep wasting your money because you saw some amazing journal that they said was going to make you journal and be consistent because I'm going to tell you right now, it won't. Journaling is literally just writing your thoughts and feelings, whatever comes to mind. So you don't need journals with prompts to brain dump. There's also many journal prompts you can find for free online and on Pinterest or something. I love Pinterest. I feel like I'm on there more than Instagram now because it's way less drama and bullshit. But yeah, keep it simple. Focus on just clearing your thoughts, your mind, get your desires out first in your little line notebook. And then upgrade from there. Like once you know how to journal, once you get into the groove, once you know what you want to journal and if journaling is even for you, you know, I'm really trying to be more well read, more informed on life and how people in the world work. I want to read more books and that includes fiction, nonfiction, mystery, true crime, self-help, psychology, like all the things like I want to fully learn another language not just be able to kind of like pick up on conversations and I want to be somewhat fluent you know so I feel like I steered away from reading and expanding my vocabulary and stuff when I was like really going through it like I shut the world out basically and I've been having memory loss issues after after my traumatic miscarriage a few years ago so I thought I should just give my brain a break, but I'm pretty sure I had, it had the opposite effect on me. And now I'm like working to get back to the mental stamina that I had before. I did, however, start going back to the library. Um, that's like the one thing that I like here is going to the library. <laughs> and I picked up some good books and stuff and found some great books on Audible. And I've been listening to those I've already listened to two new books on audible already so you know that's a start I'm trying I'm trying 2022 has been all about celebrating our newfound self-awareness and making positive change something this podcast works hard to do every day audible helps make space for what matters to you It's a destination for your wellness, whether you're looking to soul search, be inspired, work towards new goals, unwind, or simply be entertained. I've certainly had time this year to figure out what truly makes me happy, and well, we all know I love Audible. I talk about them all the time. I solved my reading problem with Audible over four years ago, and it's been amazing. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes the authors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. 
It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they have podcasts, sleep meditations, and more. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. Click the link in the show notes to sign up today at audibletrial.com slash the awkward mom stage and get 30 days in your first book free. All of their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices, even if your subscription expires or you cancel. You can still keep and access all the books you've already purchased. Just download them again from anywhere, anytime. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and that number just keeps growing. Visit audibletrial.com slash the awkward mom stage to get started on your reading list today. Now back to the show. I hope everyone had great holidays since we are in a new year. It's already 2024. We've already passed Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite food holidays. I feel like especially because it's a holiday basically about food. (laughs) So, you know, I, I love it. What's not to love? Not necessarily the tradition of Thanksgiving, you know, because it wasn't great. But the food part, the food, though, I can get down with that. Um, it's definitely, you know, not the holiday to try new recipes. Like, no, ma'am, you had months, okay, months to perfect your dishes if you were going to try something new. So let's just stick to what we know if we have not practiced, okay? Because what we're not going to do is make up or try some new recipe and then bring it to dinner and ruin everybody's day. Because I saw on TikTok that lady that can't cook and she was making greens and I was ready to die watching her make them. I feel like my grandma would have passed out seeing her put those unwashed, non-cut, non-de-stemmed greens in that pot with sugar and like slices of pre-cooked ham or whatever the hell like it was just depressing y'all if you haven't seen it so please for the love of god stop lying to people and your significant others and telling them that they can cook and their food is good when it's not like you are not helping yourself or anyone else because everyone's gonna be mad at you when they bring that foolishness to the dinner table like There should be no reason we are eating fast food because you've been lying to your wife and now we're at your house ready to eat dinner and she can't cook for shit. So, you know, please just stop the madness. I feel like the holiday spirit just wasn't here. I feel like the holiday spirit just wasn't there at all this past year. I mean, I guess you can say last year, you know, but... Hopefully we can get into 2024 and some good things start rolling in. The very beginning of the year sucked, but hopefully it gets better. I feel like we just need to pace ourselves this time to be safe. Like, let's not jump to no conclusions on how the how the year in, is going to be, you know? So there's, you know, this war going on with Palestine and Israel, I believe. I'm not fully engulfed in it because there's so much happening in America that I should be focused on, that we all should be focused on as well. So I've been looking at things closer to home. Also, I'm not a journalist or anything, so like that's not my expertise. If you want the lowdown on what's going on, then you would need to watch the news for that. Realistically, aside from thoughts and prayers and like donating some money or boycotting or whatever people are doing now, 
you there's like nothing else that you can do unless you're gonna physically go over there and like you know reprimand whoever's doing whatever there's really nothing you can do about it honestly and realistically what are you gonna do you don't know where that money's going like you don't know where they're actually giving your donations or whatever to so like i always take that shit with a grain of salt they can't even distribute the funds in america like they should or say they will but like you know other than that uh, realistically you would have to boycott america if you think that we don't have our hands in funding and all the bullshit in all the other countries we're so quick to save another country but can't even get our own shit together which is laughable to me like i feel when people ask influencers or people who aren't like fully well versed in it it's mainly just because they want to know who you're rooting for or whatever. It's the same shit with the political thing. Like, they just want to know what side you're on so that they can be like, oh, I like you or I don't. You know what I mean? Like, it, and they don't even, half the time, they don't even understand what it is that they're liking or whatever. So, yeah. Thoughts and prayers. You can boycott whatever if you want to, but honestly something else that you're i'm just waiting for them to like come out with who stanley's donating to so people can start crying about that you know what i'm saying it's it's always something like i said i have to make sure that my rights and everything are secure in the country that i live in before i go worrying about other countries who don't even fucking like americans to begin with because like that's the thing when stuff's happening in america there's like a small amount of people that are like oh that sucks america but like realistically they don't like they don't even like america like they don't like us america they think americans are stupid as hell like (laughs) so yeah we watched that new netflix movie by like speaking of which uh leave the world behind or whatever and (laughs) i watched jamie french's review on it which was hilarious by the way but that movie pissed me off because there was just so much that could have been done and wasn't the ending was even worse especially ending like literally right when questions were kind of sort of being answered or starting to be answered like pieces of the puzzle were starting to get put together then it was like end and you're like what so like it was it was a headache I was very disappointed in how they played it like they just dragged it out only to not give you any realistic answers for anything like you basically just had to like piece together everything yourself and it's like oh okay man like whatever i also started watching i have to catch up on the new season of vanderpump rules i don't know did it come out yet or not i'm not sure i have to check i've been like busy doing other shit so like i haven't actually been able to check i've actually been re-watching the office again for the umpteenth time so i do want to catch up on that i'm excited about that i actually joined like this Vanderpump Rules group on Facebook to discuss like the show with other people that watch it but I feel like now it's just literally turned into like a bunch of weirdos that love to hate watch and complain about the people on the show so I'm just kind of over that I'm just like all right man like shut the fuck up we get it you don't like Ariana you don't like Lala you don't like XYZ and but like shut up like I can't stand that shit like I can't stand somebody that's just gonna like constantly complain because it's like are you sure you don't like that person or do you just like genuinely secretly really like them and you just want to have a reason to talk about them but you don't want people to know that you like them so like 
you just say like you hate them so much but really deep down like you're trying to like dress like them and shit like i don't know it's just weird it's weird for me when people watch follow hang out with whatever people that they don't like and talk shit about behind their back but like they want to hang out with it. it's like why why like you're being a weirdo I'm catching up on the Real Housewives drama, though. Um, I really only watch Miami, Potomac, and Salt Lake. So, I used to be heavy into, like, Beverly Hills, Orange County, Atlanta. But all of that got annoying to me. And the stuff that they portray on TV, especially in Atlanta, it's not... That's not it. Like, even the rich areas have shootings and thefts and bullshit. So, like, whatever. I also have... I also like animated shows. I like animated shows um and i mean anybody that knows me knows that so i've been watching a couple animated shows too i can get into a good animated show real quick but yeah i feel like that's pretty much the long and short of it at this point i feel like my time isn't really my time anymore and it hasn't been in quite a while it's kind of disorienting in a way just watching everyone like around you be able to live their lives and a lot of that comes down to you giving up yours to, you know, take away stuff or do everything behind the scenes so everyone else can, you know, do whatever or, like, move forward. But the things you used to do or like or whatever seem like these weird distant memories or flashbacks. You can remember what you liked and what you did that made you happy, but you can't remember the steps you used to take to do them or when you even stopped, like, really, you know, doing them. But then you think back and you're like, where did my happiness and joy go? My excitement and enthusiasm for another day to, like, do that thing, to work towards that goal. It's like all the will to live has been sucked out of you and you're just moving through life but your legs aren't moving you're just kind of like floating it's like groundhog day but you aren't reliving an awesome day over and over it's just your routine is exactly the same but everyone else around you has like new experiences and things to talk about every day it's like what happens when you wake up and realize that like the spark is gone your spark is gone do you become some weird shut-in? Is that what happens to those people who end up like never leaving their homes and they unless they absolutely have to, they become hermits? I don't know. I'm just talking, but that's just how I was feeling. I feel like moms can relate to that more though, more than anything. Like they say, oh, you'll get a break when they get older. No, you won't. I feel like the older my kids get, the more shit is going on. The more, like, whoever said that the baby stage was the hardest clearly did not have teenagers, okay? Like, at all. It's like, things just shift, but they don't slow down. Moms still be momming, you know? But anyway, that was just a random thought that came to mind. Also, pregnancy definitely brings on the absolute wildest dreams, dude. Like, never fun ones or at least like I haven't had any fun ones yet they're always like sad or scary or confusing as fuck or all of the above which is pretty annoying I will say this pregnancy has been one of the easiest aside from my first I actually aside from you know getting bigger being a little hungrier possibly a little crankier I haven't I don't feel pregnant like at all so 
I have to keep asking myself if I am or not, especially in the beginning stages. Now I'm starting to feel like a little movement since I'm 19 weeks. I'll be 20 weeks next week. So yeah, I can start, I'm feeling like little kicks at certain times and stuff. But yeah, I also feel like I'm taking it day by day anyway, because I think, you know, the past trauma from miscarriage, it just has you in your head all the time, like 24 seven, you're just constantly thinking like, what if something goes wrong? What if something's happening? You know, what's going on? So yeah, 2024 is the year I'm gonna try and speak my mind and really work on my people pleasing and, you know, worrying about what others think. I mean, what's the point of holding back anyway? You know, first of all, no one else is going to do that. They're going to say or do whatever they want or whatever they feel. So why, why should I, you know, why should you hold back? You know what I'm saying? I mean, whether you say what's on your mind or you don't say anything at all, people will have an opinion and someone's going to be upset, you know, by the way you do something or say something or whatever the hell, somebody's triggered. So you're never going to win with everyone anyway. So whatever, especially with friends and shit, you have to be careful with who you trust and consider a friend because they can't, if they can't use you for something or they don't need you and then they tend to disappear, you know, was that really your friend? Also, like, if they're talking shit behind your back, which is always comical to me because it's like, what the fuck were you in my face for, you know, if now you have so much to say about me when I'm not around, but whatever, I'll consider that a fan, but it just doesn't make any sense, you know? So anyway, that's what I'm working on, like less people pleasing, just more saying what I want. Here on the Awkward Mom stage, we're all about a self-love queen, which is why I'm so excited to be partnering with Vush, a self-love and wellness brand all about encouraging us to prioritize ourselves and challenging us to self-love for 30 days. Vush says self-love is productive. It lowers stress levels, improves sleep quality, it's a mood booster, and promotes physical health. Vush sent me the cute little Express 2 to try, and this baby gives you powerful suction that you can mix and match with 40 different patterns and levels. Ladies, it's definitely going to redefine your self-care days. (laughs) Wink, wink. It has magnetic USB charging. It's discreet and waterproof, so it's perfect in the bath or shower. It's a cute little pink vibe that comes with a cute matching carry bag. It's time to prioritize yourself and take the Vush I Come First 30-Day Challenge. Don't wait to elevate your self-care routine. Use code VUSH50 for 50% off your Express 2 today. That's code V-U-S-H-5-0. Click the link in the show notes to start your self-love challenge today. Now let's get back to the show. So like I said, I guess today I can talk about some of the best things you can do when you feel demotivated because that's also something I've been struggling with for a while. We know that self-motivation is very important for work 
there's a good chance we can get going, you know, despite bumps in the road and stuff, if we have high motivation levels. But as we know, life gets in the way, unexpected events cross our paths, and sometimes every day it feels like there's some new BS to deal with. And depending on how we react to them, and these the events can like just throw us off balance. So it's even more so now that a lot of people find themselves working from home, even though working from home is an amazing opportunity, sometimes it's preferred, especially, you know, by moms or just in, introverts who don't want to deal with the fake corporate, we're a family BS, you know, they try and pull in the office by forcing you to spend time with your coworkers, some of which you don't even want to work with, much less go to Top Golf or a company event together, you know. I mean, yes, there are some companies and some co-workers that are bomb, which I have had in the past, as well as really shitty ones. And, you know, that's wonderful. But corporate has never really been known for just loving on their employees. You know what I mean? And uplifting them like a family, maybe a toxic family. But, you know, they use that we're a family slogan to guilt trip you into working overtime for no more money and no perks or bennies. You know what I'm saying? Zero, But with zero self-motivation, you can become frustrated, unproductive, and ineffective. So, fortunately, there's ways you can work on, you know, trying to avoid this or trying to work through it. I'm working with my therapist on these myself because there's been a lot of things that have transpired recently that really dropped my motivation levels. But something I used to do daily and need to get back into actually is scheduling you know my daily work tasks according to my calendar and just trying to manage my day better if you wake up late you don't start your day off with twitter okay seriously though twitter or x or whatever the fuck they rename that bird app i'll never call it that but it can be a real dark place so for sure start your day with something more positive like some affirmations or something or look at a vision board that you created or go on Pinterest and look at vision boards there you know just something write out your thoughts pray listen to a good playlist literally anything that will uplift your day you know to start it rather than bring it down I have to get back into doing this myself because I feel like one big reason my motivation kind of took a turn was because I stopped doing things that were uplifting in the morning I fell back into focusing on negative or just like running down a list of things that needed to be done or whatever or that I was like stressing over. So I feel like starting the day stressing about everything that needs to be done is just, you know, going to make it worse. So instead of easing myself into the day, you know, by starting with something positive, I'm just already creating stress before I even get out of bed. So, obviously, it's a bit more hectic with pets and stuff. You have to walk and feed them in the morning and kids and get them dropped off at school and all this other stuff. And for me, now, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, even more chaotic with a new little bean. I'm sure she'll give me a run for my money as well. But when she when she's here, but we'll see, you know, what what's life without a little chaos, right? (laughs) Anyway, you also want to set some goals A big reason for feeling demotivation comes from not knowing where you want to go or just having too many goals, having too many big things. So it feels overwhelming. So you want to start with small goals like 
why do you wake up each morning and go to work? Or why do you get up and do what you need to do for your family every day? What would you like your life to look like in the next year or two? Why do you want your life to look that way? You know, asking those questions will also be a way to help you gain a clear objective about where you even want to head in life. You can even do that for relationships, whether that be romantic, friendship, or otherwise. Once you have answers for these questions, you can finally set the goals, you know, based on what it is that you want in life and create those goals that are right for you. Know that comparison is a joy killer. You want to avoid comparing yourself to others. People know they're imperfect by nature, but they forget this when they're comparing themselves to others, thinking they have to perform better than everyone else. This just leads to more stress and depression. So I've also found it helpful to remember that everything you see and hear is not always true, you know? So just because someone else's life looks perfect or you think what they have would be would make you happier it doesn't always mean it will like when people look at rich people and think just because they have money their lives are perfect or should be perfect and they aren't allowed to be sad or anything like deaths breakups illness all that shit still happens you know that's not like broke people specific if you are living you're gonna experience those things so having money it may solve financial issues but that doesn't mean other issues are never a factor for people with money you know it's always weird to me when I hear people say that someone who's financially well off can't or doesn't deserve to be sad because they have money like money solves finances not personal health or otherwise problems you know instead of comparing yourself to others you should try imagining what your life will be like when you achieve your goals this approach usually can help you eliminate the endless list of and mental comparison that is hindering your progress once you have reached those goals you'll also see that now that you're in the same playing field as some of the people you were comparing your life or finances to that there's always going to be things that you have to deal with and they won't always be happy things either You got to go through your struggles. Everyone has challenges in their lives. Like I said, no matter your financial situation, whatever. So it's easy to have negative thoughts and emotions. You can be sad. Like you can have those moments of sadness. You don't have to not be sad because someone else is doing worse or better than you. But like take your time to be sad and then move on. You can't stay there forever. It may feel like a huge obstacle, but... Instead of abandoning your goals, you want to try and face your problems and figure out what you can do. But giving up on your dreams is a much bigger deal. Something you'll definitely regret if you don't at least try and follow through. You got to remember why you started. Also remember that results do not come instantly. I feel like we live in an instant gratification world where we want everything now, now, now. And that's just not how things work at all. Like you want to try and work on staying motivated and keep working towards your goal or goals okay I had to do pickup and everything else so if it sounds a little different hopefully it doesn't but if it sounds a little different that's why but anyway like I was saying everyone hates change even if it's something that we need it's uncomfortable a lot of times 
it's unfun, you know, depending on the change. And it can be hard as well. But you want to let your choices differ from the past. Don't keep doing the same thing. What do they say? You know, if you keep doing the same thing over and over, it's what? Insanity. So you want to, you know, not do the same thing over and over again. If you see that nothing is changing or has changed in a long time, you don't have to make significant changes to your life right away but you can start by making small changes that lead to you know better greater results for example like we're in January and you know the gym is full of weight loss and fitness resolutions okay that's like the number one thing that everyone says you know for the new year's resolution I'm gonna get fit I'm gonna do it I'm gonna get that body like blah 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 you might be trying to lose weight or gain weight so you know You choose to eat healthier, exercise more, even start going to the gym. Someone is trying to stop smoking. You know, they may try a different alternative to kick the habit. Someone's interested in starting a business. They may look for free ways to get started and market their product or business idea. Your your results will follow your decisions. So, you know, you want to choose wisely. Be prepared to make changes. That's just realistically you know, the best thing that you can do to start making changes, but have control over the changes that you're making, you know, because every single change in your life is you're not going to have control over it. Nobody does. But the things that you can control, you know, you want to start working on changing if that's what you want to do. And then I guess... I don't know. I would say the final thing would be just embrace your mistakes. Like we all make mistakes, literally everyone, rich or poor, happy, sad, mad, glad. Like we're all making mistakes. We're all human. Even if you're doing something right, sometimes you'll start, you'll you'll make an error. You know, it even happens in your everyday job, whether you're a parent or not, married, single, whatever. Everybody makes mistakes because no one is perfect. The biggest thing is just learning from your mistakes and moving on. I have a hard time letting go when I make mistakes sometimes. I will overanalyze the shit out of it instead of moving forward to correct it or like start over or whatever it is. And I really have to focus on not internalizing that mistake and not focusing on it. You have to realize that mistakes are natural. It's a natural part of being a human. It's as natural as breathing. So even the most successful people have made poor decisions or made mistakes at one time or another in their life. And they will make another mistake again. Like that's just the long and short of it in the future, big or small, everyone's going to make a mistake. The truth is mistakes help us grow. As we learn, they allow us to learn new skills and improve our behaviors. And it may not feel great at the time, obviously, but it can be corrected. You can do better the next time. So instead of dwelling on your mistakes, you know, you want to just evaluate them. Think about what you did well or what you did wrong. You know, don't focus on it, but like look at what you did wrong, but think about the things you did well. And then by doing that, you'll learn from the mistakes and achievements, which will make you more motivated in the long run. It's easy to feel demotivated. However, the key is to staying motivated by focusing on the big picture. While it's true that you may never reach some goals, if you focus on the possibilities and work hard to meet them, you can still achieve your dreams no matter how difficult they may be. You might just have to reevaluate and pivot in a different direction to get there.
After everything the world has been going through lately, I know being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling, especially the stay-at-home parent gang. Sorry, but your dog isn't interested in giving you life advice. But as someone who has seen the extreme depths of depression, postpartum depression, anxiety, and stress myself, it can and often will allow those intrusive thoughts and negativity to consume you. After going through an extremely tough year, dealing with a miscarriage, loss, and so much more, today's sponsor BetterHelp definitely came to my rescue and they're here to help you too. BetterHelp has customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't even have to leave your house or see anyone on camera if you don't want to. There's a broad range of expertise on BetterHelp and with over 20,000 plus therapists in their network, it's so easy to find the right therapist for you. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You schedule your secure video or phone sessions, and you can exchange unlimited messages with your therapist anytime. I've used BetterHelp for over three years. It was definitely helpful when I moved to a new state and knew absolutely no one. When I needed a new therapist but couldn't leave because of lockdown, BetterHelp was there. Those unlimited texts to my therapist came in handy. Everything you share is completely confidential and you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. So many people are already using BetterHelp that they are currently recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. So join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash AwkwardMomStage. That's BetterHelp.com slash awkward mom stage the link is in the show notes mental health is so important and so are you if you feel that you need help with more than just figuring out who you are or if you just need someone to talk to better help makes it easy to find a therapist that's right for you all right y'all that's it for this episode learning how to motivate yourself is the key to fulfilling your goals and dreams we have to be our own biggest cheerleaders because if we don't believe in ourselves no one else will and even if they do like it's not going to get accomplished if you aren't motivated to do the work to get there you know so let's work on motivating ourselves to live the lives we want and deserve i hope this helps you grab onto a little more motivation or at least helps you gives you some tips on getting some motivation back or keeping and building the little bit that you already have as always thank you so much for listening to the podcast and your continued support next week's episode i'll talk about staying motivated when nothing is happening because that can also demotivate you you know what i mean that's a huge deterrent when you're already feeling unmotivated and it's just not popping. And then also some advice by women or from women in different stages of life to the younger generations, you know, 30, 30 year olds to 20 year olds, 40 year olds to 30 year olds. So yeah, I saw that floating around and I was like, Ooh, that, that is good. That's good. So I asked some advice from some of you ladies. If you haven't already, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can even just leave five stars if you, you know, don't want to type words, if that's not your thing. Uh, 
but it really helps me show up more on podcasting platforms so more listeners can find me. Let me know you're listening and you love it. Share the love by taking a screenshot of today's episode or sharing the link and tag me at the Awkward Mom Stage on Instagram or at Awkward Mom Stage on Twitter so others can find me as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. We also have a Facebook page, The Awkward Mom Stage, where episodes are shared, funny memes and episode ideas. So go ahead and check that out. If you'd like to donate to the show to help with behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do so at the support the show link in the show notes. And if you have questions, a topic suggestion or someone you think should be a guest on the show, you can send me a DM, an email or submit it anonymously through the link in the show notes. Until next week, y'all, I hope you have a great Friday or whichever day you're listening to this. And always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage, where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind the scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola. Network.